Coming up on the BS Podcast, Cousin Sal is here. As always, we're going to try to figure out if the Steelers are a deceiving 8-0 or a legitimate 8-0. That and a lot more. It's all next. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game and they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right at first half of the first game. I don't know, West Coast time. That's usually about 5 o'clock, 5.30. Perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. We're also brought to you by TheRinger.com and the Ringer Podcast Network. If you want election stuff, we have the Bakari Sellers Podcast and the Press Box hitting just about everything uh, throughout the week. It's going to be a roller coaster ride. Don't forget to vote. I'm going to be the 10 millionth person in your life to tell you to go vote. Don't forget about the rewatchables. We have a new one coming Monday night. It is The American President. The Aaron Sorkin movie, Michael Douglas, Martin Sheen, Annette Benning, 25th anniversary. Ironically, uh, the timing of the podcast, uh, you can probably read between the lines on that one, but that will be going live on the Rewatchables feed on Monday night. And remember, if you want to hear almost 160 episodes of the Rewatchables, it's all on Spotify. That's where the library is exclusively. You can still listen to all the Rewatchables podcasts from the last 60 days on any platform coming up. Cousin Sal and I breaking down week eight. We are depressed about our teams. It's not going to stop us. First, Pearl Jam. All right, Cousin Sal is here taping this at 8.42 Pacific time. Another tough uh, Cowboys loss. My team <laughs> lost too. We just have two shitty teams. I, I don't even want to start there. You can hear Sal in the Extra Points podcast, yes. Dame Sheck and Charlotte, and also the Against All Odds Extra Points Edition podcast. So Sal all week talking gambling, not to mention, uh, what's that called? Fox Bet Live now? It's called Fox Bet Live. Uh, I lost on again. FS1. I came in third place. It's on FS1, yeah. 5 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Thanks for the plug. Are we done? We usually wait for the end. This yeah, one's fast. Just put that, it at the top. That was nice. Well, we don't, Thank you. We don't really have a lead story. Yeah. This is a weird one. We are at the halfway point, technically, but uh, the most important game was Steelers-Ravens. And the Steelers went to 8 0. They pulled a game, I'm not going to say out of their ass, Ooh. but it was definitely like, nearing their rectum 
And Lamar Jackson <laughs> kept a minute and Pittsburgh made a couple plays and they won. And over and over again, you watch the Steelers team and you think, eh, they, they seem beatable, but mm. yet they're eight. No. And each time they make plays and I have a lot of respect for them. They just figure out a way to win these games. What yeah. was your biggest lesson from that game? I, I love that game out. I'm sorry. That was my Collinsworth. <laughs> I, I, I'm in love with that rivalry. No. Um, my takeaway is it's the best rivalry in football, right? Mm. Right now, it's got to be, right? Is there anything else? Forget any NFC East thing or, I don't know, NFC West is a couple of good ones, but it's the best rivalry. And it's also the most physical. It's the most hard-hitting. Both of these teams, so much so that both of these teams are supposed to have buys entering this game, but the Titans, they're so filthy, they screwed that up. So the Steelers yeah. lost their buy a couple of weeks before. But it is just bone crunching to a point where the final play had to. And you commented, you like Lamar Jackson just tried to murder Sneed, right? <laughs> the, the receiver yeah. by throwing it over the middle. And the whole game is like that. And that's why I think you look at Lamar Jackson's stats, you look at Ben, Big Ben's stats, and like neither was like great. Lamar Jackson was definitely uh, inferior to Big Ben there. But I just think it's a crazy game every time. It's 16 13 or 23 20 or something. And you got to throw all that out the window because like these guys are playing, they're fearing for their lives a little bit. I kind of see it in the play. Great point. You came out strong coming out of the gate. Sorry. Sorry. Uh -oh. <laughs> no, really, since Ben joined the league, the Ravens yeah. have been his rival and the games have been pretty consistently good because I think mm -hmm. these NFL rivalries, they seem to have like these little four to five year windows, yeah. right? Like Seattle, San Francisco was really fun for like four years, but I didn't feel like watching today. I didn't feel like, oh my God, rivalry game. Here we go. Yeah, Brady had Manning and the Colts. You know, you go through these different, different like they can go three to six years. This one's really been a decade and a half now. And it's I think had it a has, lot of twists and yeah. turns. And, but well, the one thing that's constant, I think we talked about it last week, somehow through the draft, somehow for the last two decades, or maybe it's closer to 15 years, like you said, the defense is so intense that you don't really get Steelers teams or Ravens teams that uh, they allow 35 points a game. You don't get that kind of year out of any of them. And I don't know if it's coaching or GM or what, but it really lends itself to tough nose football. And I don't know, with that comes turnovers and people don't like that, but I loved every minute of that game. I really did. Well, it's funny. They had kind of a role reversal in the 2010s where Baltimore mm -hmm. was the team yeah. that won these close games that had like those one or two better coach moments and, th and things like that. And just seemed like a wee bit smarter. And then today it was a complete reversal. It wasn't just that Lamar was all over the map and had some really bad throws. I mean, mm -hmm. he had eight or nine Horrific place. For sure. But Harbaugh also was asleep a couple of times. You were texting me during that last drive. Like, <laughs> like what were they doing with the clock management, stuff like that? They just seemed really sloppy for three hours. And Pittsburgh was not as sloppy. And that was not a good weekend for the Harbaugh's. Not a good no. one of them. One of them took the extra hour uh, yesterday and I don't know what he did with it. And then today, uh, Jim, like, I don't know. It was a it was a mess coaching. Oh, man, there's so much coaching badness that we could talk about. But the Oof. one thing I thought, like, Lamar could have saved it. He's obviously best when he breaks down. When the pocket breaks down, he's, like, kind of on the move. Asking him to throw that ball in the pocket, I don't know. Don't, don't you think it has to be more of, like, a schoolyard play? Like, look, I'm going to break away from the pressure, and you're going to drag to the end of the end zone, like, across the end zone. I know that's too, too simplistic for people who know what they're talking about and, like, the scheme and everything, but I just... I didn't think that pass was making it. Did you? I, I, no. I, I really had no confidence in that. I, I'm, I don't have a lot of confidence in him right now against good teams. 
This mm. this was the first time. I like Pittsburgh this year. I have money in them to win the AFC. I, I bet on them to win the division for the year, and they've been good to me so far this season. I thought this was a Baltimore game today. It meant more to them. Yes. If they lost, it had just dramatic effects, not only for them on the one seed, because now they would have lost to KC in Pittsburgh, but now you give Pittsburgh this catbird seat in the AFC North. Plus, they haven't even played in Pittsburgh yet against Baltimore. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, I'm staying away. I love the hook. I love the three and a half. It got to four this morning. And I was like, I'm staying away. This is like the game. This is a kitchen sink game for Baltimore. And the reality is Lamar wasn't good enough. He just wasn't. And then they lose their tackle halfway right. through. They just gave $98 million to, mm -hmm. that, which was devastating as well. But going back to Lamar, like it just seems like you can rattle him in these, in these big games now. We've seen it three times in the last, what, 10 months? Yeah. Where if you had money on him, you 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 start getting nervous about 30 minutes into the game. We were like, oh man, what the fuck? What was that throw? And he had like nine of those today. I can't remember. Did you have them at home against Kansas City three weeks oh, yeah. or four weeks ago? I did too. And I felt the same way about this game. I'm like, all right, it's not gonna happen again. It's kind of the same situation. It was like three when we went over the line last week, it was six. Went all the way down to three. Everyone bought all those gobbled those Steelers points. And uh I was looking at Lamar's stats. I'm like, in some ways, his metrics are better than his MVP year last year. It didn't make sense to me. And another thing that doesn't make sense, and this is one of like five crazy stats. First time since 1950, a team was outrushed by 200 yards yeah. and outpassed and lost. And that was the Steelers outrushed by 200. We never, ever see that. Obviously, we don't see it. It's been 70 years, but. I can't really explain what happened in that game other than it's just an intense rivalry and and uh, everything's different from what we see normally. Well, for people who didn't see it, it was 17-7 Baltimore. The seven mm -hmm. points Pittsburgh had were the interception pick six that Lamar threw really in the first like 10 minutes of the game. Yeah. And it was like noon. This was pretty <laughs> late in the uh, early games where you're like, right. man, Pittsburgh just doesn't have it going today. And then they put together a couple of drives and all of a sudden they were moving. And I thought it seemed like Baltimore could rush the ball for five, six yards a pop mm -hmm. every time, whenever they wanted. They, they would did. get six yards. They basically did, yeah. And even when they, when Pittsburgh took the lead, I'm sure you had the same feeling. Like, holy shit, they're going to steal this thing. Mm -hmm. so it didn't feel like they like outplayed Baltimore. But no. they were up four. Lamar made a couple bad plays. And then, you know, the Ravens had it in their hands and he didn't pull it off. Look, I, we always say don't, don't, judge who are your three or four Super Bowl contenders until we get to Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a lot of bad signs with Baltimore, especially losing their tackle. Right. That's that's terrible. And they haven't been able to get their receivers going. And then Hollywood Brown after the game was uh, <laughs> was complaining about how he doesn't get the ball. And when you watch him, he doesn't stand out at all. I, I don't, it wasn't like Lamar was missing him, but. He's a soldier. You would think, yeah, he'd stand out. He'd wear a different uniform or something. But no, <laughs> as, as a soldier, no, he didn't really step up. I, I thought it was weird because they, like you said, like they had the bye. This meant more to them. They treated this game like a wedding. They traded for Ngakwe two weeks ago so that he could pass all the COVID protocols and get the requisite practices in and play, and then he and Calais Campbell could bookend and torture Big Ben all week, all day. And, uh, like, all that fell into place. Like, they had, like, a florist, everything. It was a wedding for them, except, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Lamar ran away from the altar at the last minute. So, Pittsburgh, it gets easier for them. They have yeah. your terrible team next oh, week. Oh, be careful. Trap game. 
<laughs> trap. <laughs> it's like literally a trap. Yeah. The, the Cowboys quarterback will follow in a trap. Uh, then week 10, a slightly frisky Cincy team that we'll talk about later in this podcast, that there are real signs like to be careful of that team. Where is that game? That's uh, home in Pittsburgh. Mm. Week 11 is Jacksonville. And then Thursday night, Thanksgiving, Ravens-Steelers. That's the Thursday night game. That's great, right? Yeah. Right. So then you go, their last five is Washington at Buffalo, at Cincy, home Indy, at Cleveland. You could make a case they could run that slate if they beat that Baltimore thing. I don't think they will. They'll, they could. Right, the Roethlisberger, Tomlin era, they always have that one game where they're favored by nine and, and they end up losing outright. And you're like, what happened? Right. They just lost 30 to nine. What, what do we make of that? But my point is like... Maybe 11 one, and a no. I think you're right. 10 and 0 or 11. That's week 12, you said, Baltimore? That's Thanksgiving week, right? Yeah, so Thanksgiving. They'll be, 10 and, they'll be 10 and 0 into that. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Yeah. That one seed really matters this year because sure. there's only one bye week. So right. they have the inside track. KC's only a game back. They don't play KC. Mm-hmm. So that'll just come down to a whole bunch of tiebreakers if they tie with them. But KC's got a much harder schedule and it's really going to come down to that Baltimore game, which I don't remember. Uh, uh, there's not that many huge Thursday night Thanksgiving games. No. Oh, what? This year? No, it's bad. No, just in general. Oh, in general Usually that yeah. Thursday night game isn't like a signature game. Usually one of the first two is a little more fun. I think the first two this year are going to be terrible. Yeah, Your team's playing. Bad. Yes. Unfortunately, sadly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, it's all lined up for Pittsburgh and it's a really fun story because um, I just don't think they were on a lot of people's list. They were plus 850 heading into the year. That's what I got them to win the AFC. Well, they were great. three to one to win their division. This was not, a, they weren't on the radar. We focused on this a lot in the first couple of weeks and then it seems like not at all, but is it a different game if the Ravens have fans, like real fans, like full a full house? Like maybe it doesn't matter. A team like the Steelers are built for this kind of thing where... You know, they don't even need the fans at home waving the terrible towels. They're just going to go out there and impose their will physically, defensively. Uh, although Cam Hayward getting hurt is it could be uh, could be. I don't know. We said that about Devin Bush too, but um, they, you can't keep losing guys like this. I don't think. At least that's what happened to my team. They're miserable now. Wait, uh, what happened to Cam Hayward? Well, he was rolling around on the ground uh, at the end of the game, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't so know. I, I didn't know if we got an. No, answer I don't. Now. I don't. I didn't get an official anything from that. Yeah, if you're talking about who got hurt the most by not having fans this year, I think Baltimore is probably in the top four of that mm-hmm. conversation, just because it really did seem like they had a legit home field. I think KC did too. So wait, and, what happens while we're talking about this? So the top four, the four division winners get one through four, right? Only one gets a buy. So this puts Baltimore at five at the best if they don't win yeah. the division. So that would mean they play. They'd play the worst. Four? They play the yeah, worst. Play division, the worst division champ. But the thing is, in the AFC, that team's uh, going to be pretty good. Uh, yeah, maybe, uh, maybe not. not. The AFC East team yeah, might not be yeah, good. We'll yeah, get to that. Yeah, yeah. It could be. Uh, it could be the Dolphins. Still a tough game. Still a tough game. Well, let's do QB confidence scale really quickly. Danucci. So, well, I'm going to rate. I'm going to rate. Have you rate these guys? Their fan bases. How they feel about these guys. From one to twenty, so twenty would be how Seattle fans feel about Russell Wilson. Okay, it'd be like, "Hey, Seattle fans, one to twenty, how confident are you, Russell Wilson?" They'd be like, "Fuck you, twenty-five. Right. I feel like there's going to be a ton of guys in the seven or eight, nine range. But go ahead. All right, if you're a Ravens fan, how do you feel about Lamar Jackson right now? Um, how do you feel about actually trying to win a Super Bowl with him? This is a weird scale, Bill. One to twenty. One to twenty. Uh, 
Okay, I'll say uh, 14. Yeah, that's where I am. I'm like 13, 14 <laughs> range, right? Yeah. They lose that playoff game last year. They have the KC game this year, and they have this game, and those were basically the three biggest games he's played the last 10 months, and he yeah. was 0 for 3. It was bad. If he wins today, I might say 16, 17, but yeah. Yeah, I think right. he needed today, and, and mm -hmm. not only did he not come through, it was the opposite. Jimmy G. I don't, I, honestly, like we can go all through these, but Jimmy G, uh, Cousins, <clears throat> Stafford, you, I mean, you could be a, a point or point and a half difference between all these guys. I know I'm missing uh, guys. You know, I, I'll throw Baker in there for a minute if you want. Um, I think Baker, I didn't even have. I, I had Baker as a zero. Uh, but, but if you're a Niners fan, do you feel like you have any chance to win a Super Bowl with Jimmy G this year? I felt good going into this week. I was like, you know, they kept showing his ankle. He's got a stronger ankle than he is. It's Ayuk from Arizona State. Maybe he's this yeah. speedster. He could stretch the field. He could be the guy, even though everybody else is getting hurt around him. But uh, as far as him personally, no, I don't think. Oh, God, they were up by 10 with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter in the Super Bowl. But no, he's dropped. He's definitely dropped to lower than, lower than Lamar. What do you give him, 11? I, I would say like a seven. Seven? Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how healthy he is. He's, it seems like yeah. he's having continuing problems with that ankle. But even before that, I wasn't crazy mm -hmm. about him. Here's a good one. Goff. Yeah. That, that, I mean, Goff's cost him two games this year, where it's just like he single-handedly lost them two games. Right. He looked like the rookie today, right? Like, yeah. yeah. I, I, honestly, I know there weren't so many interceptions as it was like fumbles and stuff like that. But you feel like he should be able to recognize the pressure from the backside and stuff like this that still goes on and probably drives Sean McVay. Just absolutely batty. Just when he takes a step forward, like he doesn't seem to be able to string two good games together. It's why I took the Bears last Monday night against them and lost because the Bears oh, couldn't do anything offensively. But um, you just feel like if it's the right defense and the right scheme, whatever, mm -hmm. Goff's going to fall apart. And that Miami game today, he could have had more turnovers. Like Miami dropped a pick. Yeah. The guy was on the ground. He caught the pick. And then when he landed on the ground, he kind of like flung it up. But Goff really could have like six turnovers in that game. I have Goff I, like a six out of 20 on that one. So funny. These are guys that were in the Super Bowl. I know. They, they just had a one, one, Garoppolo and Goff. Six out of 20. There does seem like a little bit of the league has figured out the limitations of some of these guys that I do mm -hmm. wonder if that plays in. Like Flores was the same guy who beat him in uh, the Super Bowl for the Pats mm -hmm. and just completely stymied him. It was the same thing. It's constant pressure coming from his backside. They were, right. they were over and over again just trying to get at him from behind because they clearly see something and just make him uncomfortable. And then he fell apart. Um, I mean, wouldn't you take Burrow outside of anyone in the top five? Like just Well, I, I wanted to get to that because yeah. I got, I mean, Cam, I don't know if, if we're still in COVID <laughs> Cam territory, if it's Cam, but the Patriots almost beat Buffalo today by not letting him do anything. It was just right. QB draws and short passes. And just, they were determined, like, you're not throwing a pick today. We, we, right. Our entire game plan is that. And so I would have him like five or six, right? You were down on your team in that game. I thought they, I like, like total yards. They were right. They were right there. Like Bills had 190 rushing. Pats had 188. Allen went for 154. Cam went for 174. I get it. I, you don't have confidence in him winning a Super Bowl this year for sure. But is COVID a real thing in terms of what it does to football players? Like that's why. I, that's why I'm being. I think he gets an incomplete 
the way he's played the last couple of games, I would say I'm like at a four with him, but I don't yeah. know with the COVID thing. He might be fine in two months. You Does know? Zeke get an incomplete? Does uh, Sean Payton get like, I feel I see a difference in all these guys. I feel like Zeke is, is no good anymore. Despite whatever, everything's happened to the offensive line and just weird decisions by coaches. And I don't know, maybe it should be a six week uh, quarantine. Let's quick break and then we'll finish this. This episode is brought to you by Simply Safe. Summer is all about fun vacations, but I know that being away from home can be stressful. So many things can happen. That's why I like to recommend Simply Safe, a award winning security that can help give you peace of mind when you're away. The only thing you should worry about while you're on vacation is having too much fun. Having my home, it's great. Couldn't work better. I think Simply Safe is the best because it comes with a variety of indoor and outdoor cameras, sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more. It's backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day. It's given me, my family, many others, real peace of mind. I'm waiting to have it too. Try it out. A 60-day money-back guarantee. No contracts right now. Get 20% off any Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com slash BS. That is Simply Safe with two S. Simplysafe.com slash BS. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Four more QB confidence, guys. If you're a Bears fan, <laughs> I, I would be at zero. Yeah. I was like, I, we, we have no chance. We can't win with these guys. Like, basically the same way you feel about the Cowboys. Yeah, But right. I, I would argue, like, you could even talk yourself into, well, Andy, when he comes back, you know, if he can get these receivers going, who knows? If I'm he a might, Bears fan, yeah, I, I, I've never heard Aikman matter at a football team than he was at the Bears in the second. Did you listen to that game? Yeah, he gets so mad Aikman, at Aikman, who's like normally pretty benevolent, was like, yeah. he was like furious at how slow they were, how bad their play calling was. I couldn't mm -hmm. believe it. It was like angry Troy. It really was like they were running the clock out. They don't know that they have their two scores down. A lot of it was, oh, then there was the thing where the helmet screwed up, right? He wasn't hearing yeah. the signals in the helmet. He was getting the play, like, with 11 seconds left on the play clock, and then it was just a handoff anyway up the middle to Montgomery, who, aside from the one big run, can't gain more than three yards. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm look, I'm not going to die on the hill for Trubisky, but I, I always prefer seeing the guy with the legs, right? Like, even Danucci tonight, I would rather see than Andy Dalton because he could scramble for six yards if they needed it at some point. But uh, yeah, Foles, if you give him even one on a scale of one to 20, it's only because he's been there before. That's the only well, reason you give him it. You're the original Trubisky truther. Sure, thank you. You're still there. I know you still have meetings like once every <laughs> two weeks. I At this point, I would, I would put him back in. Sure. Because at least he can run around. But they... They, the coaching, play calling, all that stuff is so bad. And they lead the league in most bummed out receiver shots when they mm -hmm. just show the sideline. And it's like, there's Allen Robinson. They they just had to calm him down. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, just flip. Yeah, Allen Robinson just had a fight with a Gatorade bucket. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then Aikman's like, you know, they haven't gone to Cole Komet at all. I'm like, oh, geez, this team. I just put together one drive with your, with your stars. And I get it. He's one of six tight ends that they have on the, roster but uh it's ugly to watch those 15 play drives that end up with a field goal that either goes in or uh doinks off is uh and and they have five wins they could be in this right like eight or nine well, gets that think seven about, seed think about that ot they gotta stop they made yeah. the saints punt mm -hmm. the bears come back down they have a piece of shit drive give right. the saints the ball back basically at midfield and then game's over but 
it was it was yet another garbage win for the Saints. I thought mm-hmm. I have yet to be impressed by a Saints game. I know they're banged up. They know Thomas, no Sanders, but. You know what um, I love the most with them is when they put Taysom Hill in and every announcer across the board hates it. Hates yeah. when he takes a snap. They're like, that is a waste of a play. Like, they, all their guards are gone. They're like, that's yeah. whether it's Collinsworth or Aikman. I think Romo's in one. It's like, duh, waste. What are you doing there? Like, that guy used to be excited. We used to talk about him being the backup. I thought there was a minute that we were going to see Jameis. I thought for a second there was like, one, oh my God. I thought he was one drive away, Bruce, today. <sighs> before seeing him, but then they got to like 13 and 16 points. Like, all right, leave him in. Uh, I would have loved it. A uh, couple more. Where are the Bills fans with Josh Allen right now? I don't know. Scale it one to 20. Because I'll tell you this. Mm. The Pats, they basically were like, we're not going to really rush you. Mm. We're going to keep people back. We're going to put just a bunch of D-backs out here. And you're going to have five or six seconds and we don't think you're going to make the right decisions. We think and they we were think D-backs. this is going to work. We're not sure if they were D-backs. <laughs> Whatever I guess, I guess they, were. they were. They played the position, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were just like, Josh, y- you do your thing. We don't yeah, think right. you can beat us. And he really had, tra- he was like brain locked by it. It was weird. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't scramble either because they weren't letting him do that. And they really kind of shut him down. Well, after three games, I would think most Bills fans and some other crazy people thought Josh Allen was a 16 or 17 probably on your right. scale, but you got, it's, it's, it is dipping boy. It's about 10 or nine. And he's very, very fortunate to be in a division that he's in that he might not even end up winning. I'm with you. I think he's a nine. Do you regret having him for $1 in our keeper league, but not shopping him? <laughs> I should have gotten rid of him. You're right. Yeah, Another bad decision. It. Last one, Danucci. Now you can go <laughs> negative. You can go under zero if you want. You get a negative seven. I want to wait to see if he can handle the Steelers' defense first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a great story, Al. Seventh-round pick out of James Madison. Yeah. <laughs> What's it's a, a great, great story? story. Unless you root for Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> on TV. I have to say, I haven't been so this disappointed in a, a non-athletic Italian on Sunday night since the Sopranos <laughs> finale. I really haven't. <laughs> I was so bummed out. <laughs> like, what am uh-huh. I watching here? Fade to black already. I thought uh, the Cowboys running all those trick plays was hilarious. <laughs> they ran out. They ran out in the first quarter. <laughs> McCarthy had like 12 of a cocktail napkin. He's like, run <laughs> cocktail napkin number six. Right, yeah. The triple lateral. Yeah, uh, but it was it was smeared with marinara sauce, so he couldn't even read it at the end. What, what does this say? <laughs> Should they just let McCarthy drink during games? Should he have like a bottle and a brown bag? And he's just like <laughs> swigging from some mystery liquid. At one point, he thought that was a bad holding call and he chucked his uh, play chart on the ground. And he's like, oh, shit, I got to pick this up now. <laughs> I know he's yeah. going to be able to do it. It's like, I got to bend Can somebody over. help me? Who is Wednesday. the worst uh, Super Bowl coach in the last 20 years? Super Bowl winning coach. Probably, I mean, probably him. It's McCarthy, Peterson, Billick, or Kubiak. Those are your choices. Who is the second one? McCarthy, B- Peterson. Bill, Billick. Uh, Billick. Oh, Doug Peterson. Peterson. I yeah. would say Peterson because it's pretty clear Frank Reich was yes, carrying was a lot a of the water yes. that season. Right. All due respect to Doug, but the the stuff they do game to game is. Just, did you see that stat? They were like, "Hey, the Eagles are four and 12, 4 for twelve on fourth down conversions this year." Yeah, hey, he's kind of tried to keep their mojo from the Super Bowl season, but that's what uh, anyone will to, remember. Yeah, it seemed two to point limited success. Everything. Yeah, well, I got one. Well, let's talk about our teams really quick. Um, 
your team, mm-hmm. which we cannot cross off. <laughs> what are you talking Amazingly. about? Amazingly. No, we can't. Can't cross them off. Not in that division. I'm not crossing anybody off. You're crazy. Your team right now. Why am I crazy? I don't your know. Team, I, I don't, here, here are the standings. Philly's three, four, and one. Washington's two and five. Dallas is two and six. The Giants are one and six. Can't cross anyone off. Hey, Wentz is a Wentz is a train wreck. I have a different way of looking at it. I look at the schedule. I'm like, all right, oh, we have two wins. We need three wins. All right. No, 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 we're not getting a three. No, oh, it's December. We're not at three. Uh, that's how I do it. I try to look at it that way. But um Look, I, you know, my son's a big Cowboys fan. He comes in here and he's cursing his head off at the game. I was like, listen, calm down. Whether it's Danucci or this Garrett Gilbert or Dalton comes back, none of these guys, if we were lucky enough to somehow win the division, is going to Tampa and beating Pat Mahomes in the final in the Super Bowl. He's like, yeah, I get it, but we have to beat the Eagles. What's better than beating this shitty with this shitty team being the Eagles? And I'm like, yeah, well, I, I can't. I'm numb to all that too. I'm numb to all the rivalries. It's sad. Well, I hit that point with the Pats. I bet, I bet against the Pats today. You did, right? Yeah, I did. I I had Buffalo. I took the Buffalo money line and put it on a few different bets because I I just don't think the Pats are good. And you were scared a little bit, little bit scared at I, the end. I wasn't scared. I was scared of, well, it it became a no win, a no lose because it yeah, was like, yeah. wow, <laughs> if we win this in OT, who knows? Right. You know, you start going there, but you know, the, the, the revelation pretty much in the last three or four games is Damian Harris, the running back. Sure. Who I just think has been a monster and they mm-hmm. they, for some reason don't, won't just let him carry the ball 30 times. But they were doing this really crazy run, 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 QB draw, short pass, run, QB draw, short pass. Mm-hmm. And nothing was eight yards down the field. And Buffalo just couldn't figure it out. I That game made me lose so much respect for Buffalo as a contender. I know it's like, all right, maybe you can't get up for this. But I find it hard to believe they couldn't get up for the Patriots who've, you know, kicked the shit out of them for 20 years. So it's not like they, yeah. it's not like they let up in the game. And I just don't think they're very good. And, it, Something and I, happens by the way, there. a lot of people don't think that. So I'm late to the party, but well, I don't no, think they're, they're very good. They're not that late. I mean, their offense, something happened to their offense. They, the three games before today, they didn't reach 20 points. Um, today was a chore reaching 20 points against a Patriots defense that got pushed around last week. You know, you start thinking, which game's real? Okay. I took the points. I was like, this is going to be similar to the Patriots team that showed up against the Chiefs. You talk about a, a kitchen sink game. If you believe yep. in Belichick at all and doing something with no names and plugging and playing, and it became more apparent that Edelman wasn't playing. Who else was out uh, yesterday? Well, when they, they when he yesterday. scratched Gilmore and Duggar, I thought they were throwing the game Gilmore, away. I really right. did. Yeah, because that those have been two of their their best players on defense. It's not like they have a good front seven. When they did right. that, I was like, oh, we're throwing the game away, and yet yep. the line never moved. Mm-hmm. It stayed at what was it at four four and a half? Yeah, it was four and, it and a half. And went to it. it never. Yep. I thought it was going to go to six this morning. It didn't. Yeah. But I thought they were thrown away because they had the Jets next week. And, you know, you win that, you're three and five. And then Baltimore, Sunday week 10, Sunday night would be the kitchen sink game. Mm-hmm. But you're right. They made it the kitchen sink game. And it wasn't enough. And if and, and it's weird. I think both teams should feel bad. The Pats <laughs> should feel bad because it was like Buffalo didn't play well. We had that game. We blew it. And Buffalo's got to be thinking to themselves, what the fuck are we? If we right. had lost that Rams game, mm-hmm. which we should have. So that leads us to the big story. 
Which we one? talked about it last week on this podcast. Miami, six to one to win the AFC East. You love it. Did you step in or you didn't step I in? I did. I did a little bit because it went that it was six. It was like plus 580 or something. And I was like, let's, let's get in on this. Um, they have so, a loss to Buffalo, though, right? They, they did do. Lose to that. Yeah. And look, it's certain Tua, it was a 2011 Tebow performance by Tua. Yeah, just just being involved was somehow worth twenty points, but he didn't really do anything. I actually thought he looked pretty bad. Ninety-three uh, yards, two rushes, no yards. I guess he had a touchdown pass in there. They didn't ask him to do anything, right? He couldn't. All the the defense was making all the big plays there. Twelve for twenty-two, ninety-three yards. They had fifty-five yards rushing. How did they win that game? They had one hundred forty-eight total yards of offense. Here's how they won that game. They were down seven nothing. Yeah. And they scored 28 points on two defensive touchdowns and a special teams touchdown. Yeah. And and Goff was just repeatedly giving the ball to them. And, you know, it, it was crazy. I actually, a friend of mine was over for the first half who's a Dolphins fan, and he was going bonkers. But it wasn't the game that, right. you know, if you're a Dolphins fan, you're like, two is going to come out, short passings, a scramble, they're not going to mm-hmm. be ready. And it was like their defense won it. Flores is I, I think a coach of the year candidate now. Right. Right? Four and three, this team, like they've completely overhauled it in the span of a year and eight games. And the crazy thing is they have both Houston picks in the first and second round next That's year. That's right. Holy And crap. those Houston picks, it's like, what do you do if you're Houston? You can't tank. You don't have your pick anyway. You're going all out and they're right. going out. They can't win anyway. So they, ha- they got a second back, right? The second round back, Houston eventually. Yeah, the, in one of those trades. Yeah, right. in the uh, the Hopkins trade. Maybe? Not the David Johnson. Was it the David Johnson? Yeah. yeah, that's the one they got a, a two back. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, again, the Rams had 92 offensive plays to 48 for Miami. I wanted to see. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but it's Tua against Kyler next week. And I would have loved to have been like, oh, Tua's good. I saw a lot of him. He ran for 93 yards, you know, but uh, we, we're still the verdict's out. I mean, it's going to be out They of had a lot of trouble blocking the Rams. Mm-hmm. And the Rams, it's weird because it's not like they've, you know, been awesome this year. Like San Francisco did a job on them. So right now the Rams are five and three. But yeah, San Francisco put up 24 on them. Buffalo put up 35. But sometimes you watch the Rams and you're like, oh my God, how does anybody complete a pass against this team? Right. Donald's they're double teaming Donald and he's still getting yeah, to the hands quarterback are all right away. over the place. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it was weird. I, I would have liked to have seen a scenario of that game where Tua had to make plays, but they basically mm-hmm. were just up 18 for two hours. Didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and to think about, like you said, the game started with basically a strip sack, right? With Donald on uh Tua. So, and then for him to not have to do anything after that is pretty amazing. Seattle was the big winner today, right? In that division, we saw... San Francisco, you got Jimmy G's out. Kittle walked off limping. Like, all right, yeah. maybe they've just done all they can. Um, we saw, you know, we saw what we did with the Rams, beatable for sure. And Seattle looked tough. They looked like physically tough. Like, can you imagine if they play defense like that every week? And I, Dunlop was not even in the lineup yet. Um, so that was a they big needed game that game. Yeah, yeah, that was their first good all around game. Mm-hmm. And Russell and Metcalf's the best receiver in the league now, right? He's like, screw that. I'm doing it. You know, I, I had that touchdown call back in overtime last week. It was like this. I'm a, I'm a man and I'm separating myself from these children. He just, uh, yeah, he's great. Russ is on p- pace for 50 touchdowns and they're, uh, 
they're right there. They're the number one seed right now. That's what's going to be. So Miami's four and three. Arizona next week. Mm-hmm. Chargers at Broncos at Jets. Home Cincy. Home KC. Mm-hmm. Home New England. At Vegas at Buffalo. It's tough. Yeah, really, Casey's Kay- the only really tough one, though. If you really go through, like some of those names, like, oh, they're playing New England. It's like, guess what? New England's two and five. Right. At that point, New England might be playing like Stidham. Right. You yeah. know? The um, at thing, the at this and at that doesn't seem to matter anymore, except if you want to go warm weather, going to Buffalo. They're going to Buffalo, right? You said? Right. They're so at Buffalo. The thing, so if they're tied with Buffalo that last week, that, you know, that'll be for the division. If they're right. down a game, they could still. Mm-hmm. You know, tie them and do a whole tiebreaker right thing. There. Yeah, and then you look at Buffalo, who I don't know. I'm the, I'm not a huge fan of. Yeah, they could win or lose any any game now. They're they're somehow six and two. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have. Uh, they feel like a four and four type team, but they have Seattle and Arizona next to Chargers, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, and then Denver, New England, Miami. Well, they played three NFC West teams out of four yeah. weeks. That's so, I mean, they could, if they, will they be favored home Seattle at Arizona? Will they be favored in either of those games? Well, I guess we'll get, find out when we do guess the lines with them. Seattle. Yeah. We have a whole at Arizona. They're not going to be favored. So they could right. be six and four in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, quickly on the MVP. Cause you mentioned Russ. Cause we are at the halfway point. Yeah. We could what's talk interesting. About what's interesting about MVP is I, I think he's like the runaway lead candidate now. Well, he's he was 26 TDs and six picks. He's yeah. 2,151 yards. He's going to be over like 4,500 yards and he has a chance for 50 TDs. I'm trying to think as good as Mahomes has been and all these guys and Brady in the past. Have we seen? We don't have the numbers because we're doing this Sunday night, but I think he was like minus 140 going into today. And so he could be minus 250 halfway through the year with guys having good years. Mahomes stats are incredible too. So right. pretty pretty amazing uh, to have a such a hefty number as a favorite for MVP. Today was the first kick-ass Mahomes game. Yeah. But it was the Jets. <laughs> then I think Rodgers takes a step back because it doesn't seem like that team's uh-huh. a little, that team's a little smoke and marisy, but that was weird I would have today. him in there. Brady's kind of lurking just because if Tampa's the one seed, mm-hmm. um, who knows? And then after that, I'd Aaron Donald and Kyler Murray, I think, are the only other two. Like Danucci, you can make a case, Aaron Donald. <laughs> Danucci's hovering. I don't want to say. I don't want to put him in there, but yeah. <laughs> and my guy Joe Burrow. That's it. Those are the yeah. It can't, it can't be Burrow because it, you have to be like a top seed still to. to I just I, I just like giving I know, him credit. It's fun. It's fun. He's great. He's Actually, really uh, good, man. Yeah, let's take a break. I want to talk about him and a couple other things. This episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast is presented by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened? Your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm. Is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. 
This episode is supported by State Farm. If you've ever been in an accident and you're okay, but you know what happened, your first reaction is going to be, man, why did that happen? If you ever buy a new house or a new car or a new anything, there's this little rush you get when you're like, I did it. I made it happen. But really, the only words you need to remember are like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm has options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to help choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at statefarm.com. All right, so Joe Burrow, we crossed off the Bengals. We got shit for four- it too. Our four cross-off teams were Jets, Jags, Bengals, Texans. Mm-hmm. And the Bengals win today. And it wasn't just that they won. They controlled the entire game. Tennessee, who, good offense, but I think people were kind of on to their defense being fraudulent. Mm-hmm. And I had them in, uh, in million-dollar picks. I had them in the, um, the long shot parlay of the week, the Bengals. They were nice. five and a half. I thought at the very least they could cover that, but... You know, I, when you have a bad defense, I just feel like if somebody like Burrow, that's that's a perfect underdog matchup. But you look at Cincinnati now, they're 2-5-1. Mm-hmm. The problem for them, I still feel like we did the right thing with the cross-off because I, at the very least, I think 10-6. and 10-6 and six gets the 16 in the AFC, so 7 seed would have to be 9-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. So they would have to be nine, six, and one basically to get that seven. It's a long seed. way to go. Yeah, and they so they'd still have to go have... seven and one. Yeah, and That's how many happening. how many Steelers and Ravens are on there? Two more at least. Yeah, two two more. Yeah, it's tough, but fun fun as hell to watch. I mean, I don't even know how to explain it. He's as poised as anyone could be while getting just he's just getting destroyed. Back but here's there. the thing. And he's getting I destroyed say, with false start penalties too. Like right. now it's like, it's not only just sacks coming through. He's starting first and 15 a lot of times. It's like, it's like the neighbor kids are pelting him with eggs and he's just like, <laughs> just I'll take it. Here's your candy. Go long. He's, he's really, he's, he's making like, how, how long did we wait for Tyler Boyd to be a good receiver? Right. Under so many yeah. years. And, uh, and this guy Higgins from uh, Clemson, like just, just all these guys, Auden Tate, he's making stars out of these guys. It's weird. Well, the, his line blocked better for him today. And I didn't know, I, yeah. I watched some of that game. I didn't watch a ton of it, but I like to go over there when he's on offense, watch a couple mm-hmm. of plays. His line looked good. And then there were articles about it after. So I knew it wasn't crazy. I guess they some guys came back. They, it's healthier. Yeah. They've been able to practice together. And he went out of his way to be like, that line was great today. Mm-hmm. And when he has protection, he looks unbeatable. I mean, he honestly looks like a top five quarterback. Right. He's unbelievable. He so, could take a nine yard uh, shotgun position, right? Like to, just to, like not many right. guys could do it, but maybe he could get away with it somewhere between a punt and an extra point yardage away from uh, the center and uh, just to avoid some of those rushes. But you're right. The Tennessee didn't pressure him too much. And these guys make great plays for him too. All those guys. So we had, so they were a tease parlay buster today. Mm-hmm. And then we also had Dalvin Cook, who's now done this twice, where he's just obliterated whatever parlay and tease anybody had with there. And that they, those those two alone blew up a lot of action today. I felt like, right? Oh, definitely. And Dalvin Cook, I, I mean, he probably for fantasy owners and like non PPR, I think he had like forty four points or something. But he was just like, screw this, 
I'm not putting this in Cousins' hands. I'm back. Maybe the Packers are better than us. Maybe we're going to lose 11 games, but we're going to win this game. I mean, he just, he like a man, he just dominated them. But yeah, you're right. There were underdogs all over the place. Underdogs went four, five, six, eight, and three against the spread. And, and most uh, of those covered outright. The Pats didn't cover. One outright, you mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because the Dolphins went outright. The uh, Minnesota, Cincinnati, Vegas, Miami, Pittsburgh, and Chica- and Denver. Jesus, Denver won. Yeah. Right, and Chicago almost won. Chicago almost won. Could have won. So if we're going half-season MVPs, Wilson's the quarterback. Yeah. The running back is between Cook and Kamara and Derrick Henry. And I would probably say Kamara just because that team's doing the best, but Cook... Cook's ceiling in a couple of these games has been out of, yeah. like he was out of control in that group. He really was. He single-handedly it, beat them. And then receivers, probably Metcalf I would have as the lead receiver. Right? I have to see. So Michael Thomas is out of it, right? Uh, well, yeah, he's definitely he out because he's he missed like played. four games. Yeah. I feel like we're missing someone though, right? In the wide receiver? Well, Devante's in there. Right. And he missed a couple of games too. Metcalf, Devante... We are missing somebody. Hold on. I'll get it. Hopkins? Hopkins, yeah, he was off this week. Yeah, it's really got to be them. I mean, Julio Jones takes time off. Uh, Justin Jefferson was great for a few weeks. Didn't do anything here. Uh, But there are a lot of receivers, and this is what kills me because the Cowboys can't get rid of can't get rid of Mari Cooper, who I think he only had like one reception today. Oh my God. Like they can't trade Gallup. They can't trade Cooper because of mostly because of the terrible contracts, but also because there are four good wide receivers in every draft. Right. You know? And like, somehow the Patriots miss them every yeah. year. Speaking of uh, the Packers, mm-hmm. if you had to say Team X is winning the NFC North, who would you say? Because you would say the Packers would be the default pick, right? Yeah, I don't I'm still trust a them. Packers fan. I know you don't. They had a lousy game. They, he, he was off today. I know he was off against San Francisco too, but 85 penalty yards, okay. five for 11 on third down. I just didn't see it. Not, t- not San Francisco, Tampa Bay when they lost. I don't know. I still say, why? Who are you putting there? Lions? Bears? I, no. I can't believe I'm saying this. I do wonder what would happen if the Bears put Trubisky back in. Right. Because they're really not that far off from being a really good team. Mm -hmm. And even if they had a quarterback who made all the same dumb throws Nick Foles has been making the last few weeks, but at least could run around and give them four extra first downs. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was some sort of redemption story with him. I'd rather have that than from what I've seen from Foles. And by the way, the fact that he took a Super Bowl from me just gets worse every, (laughs) every quarter watching him just suck. Right. But, um, but I, I honestly would throw him back in. Unless Nagy well, must be of, like, I'm just completely out on him. He must hate him. Unless is he motherfucking him on the sideline the whole time? Like, is he under his breath just like saying shit? But I don't know. Yeah, make one of those three sevens. Make one of those empty drives a, a field goal. And you're right in it. You win these games. You're probably six and... What are they? Five, they still have five they're, wins, They're right? like five and two. Oh, man. Five and three. Yeah. Five and three. Would you trade for him if you were Dallas? For who? Trubisky? Yeah. It's if just, it was like a so third round problems. pick? I don't Fourth know because pick? I, I kind of do think uh, you know, everything I was reading says Trubisky has to get a two. 
you got to give up a second round pick, but everybody, but like even it's like, like uh, it's a number two. It's not a second round. Pick. A number two, yeah, right. It's, it's the GM has to make a number two and mail it to the Bears. <laughs> Let's see it, McCarthy. <laughs> McCarthy's you, like, I got this. We know you got it in you. I just had some chili. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, hey, uh, we got to talk about the Chargers quick this week in horrible Chargers losses. This one was that game was a turnoff. Yeah. It was literally like, I'm, I'm out. I'm not even following what's going on. I just, I went in, inside my house. I left all my TVs mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm just going to watch the Saints game and toggle to the Seattle game during the timeouts. And then all of a sudden it was like, and it's a 24 to 17 game. I, was uh, like, what? I, I broke my promise to myself. Remember I told you they're my favorite team. That's not my favorite team. Right. But I want to really root for them. And if they lose, it's like, oh, well, I broke it. I bet on them. I bet on them money line and it was so, well, you know me, this Denver team just kills me. If I'm on them, I'm on them the first five weeks. I get off them. This was not a Denver Bronco type game, but come on. Drew Locke was, he, what, what did, there was a broken tackle with Lindsay's touchdown. Then there was like another guy fell the other, the next touchdown, then two pass interference penalties on that last drive. And, I love Herbert. I love rooting for him, but he does throw that pick. He had 23 picks in college, you know? He's like a better pro player than he is college in terms of field awareness and stuff like that, but that was miserable to watch. I mean, they have four weeks in a row that they blew a 16-point lead. Four weeks in a row. And they lost two overtime teams, uh, two overtime games to New Orleans and KC. They're two and five. They might be a cross-off team. We'll get to that in a second, but they really could be like six and one. Yeah. Um, I thought we could both do our imitations of Anthony Lynn on the sidelines after things have really gone wrong. I'm going to okay. go first. People, yeah. th- th- Unfortunately, the listeners can't see this, but we'll put it on what the list. <laughs> he does. He puts his hands out and he bulges. Do you want to give it a whirl just for the social? There is, there is a little Fred Sanford in there if he doesn't clutch his heart. But... <laughs> Hey, he does look to the skies. Maybe a little. I don't know what's going on there. He, I, it's I, it's basically a mannequin because it's the same expression each game as it goes wrong. He just right. seems shocked, horrified. He can't believe it. Doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. He is. I, I said uh, this was a bust, but I thought if Anthony Lynn and Dan Quinn had a kid and then I, I tweeted this <laughs> and I posted a picture of Anthony Quinn. And I must be just too old because... Uh, oh, nobody got uh, it? That was like 18 likes or something. Yeah, it wasn't uh. <laughs> But, it, I mean, really, four games, 16 plus. I feel bad for him because I kind of fell in love with him over hard knocks. But this is well, unforgivable. He's, he's clearly a good coach for 50 minutes. He yeah. just, those last 10 minutes really uh, flummox him for some reason. But it's funny. I read a piece afterwards where he's like, I take... I take complete accountability for what happened. That game's on me. That was my fault. I just, one time I want to see one of these coaches just be like, I take no accountability. I don't know what the fuck we're doing. We're (laughs) up by 17 points. Just tackle and don't fuck up the game. What are we doing? These guys have played football before, right? Yeah. We had over over 200 yards. We shouldn't lose that game. We just blew a lead to Drew Locke. How's this my fault? I'm just on the sidelines with a headset. These fucking assholes. They can't tackle anyone. (laughs) I'd like to hear that. Yeah, you're right. We should get him on. Let's get him on the podcast. We, well, we feel we, for you, I'll, Anthony. I'll tell you this. The coach taking responsibility for the loss has never worked. 
It's not right. like the players are like, oh, I like this guy. He took responsibility for the loss. If anything, it's like a get out of jail free card for them. Well, but also they're probably getting screamed at in the locker room. And they're like, hey, what about you were just on the thing in the press conference? You said it was your fault. Why are you yelling at us? But uh, yeah, no, I think he actually did take responsibility. That's well, it reminded me of team. the school my daughter used to go to through eighth grade, the Willows. Mm. They had this thing, the Willows way. When in sports, where if you like blowing out somebody, you had to like basically stop trying. Oh, so her first basketball game, fourth grade, I think we're up like 20 to two or something. Mm. And then they, they basically said, Hey, you got, you have to stop shooting We're we have too big of a lead and we're playing on the road. And so they, you know, these kids are like nine. And so now it's like, yeah, you can't shoot. It's like, they barely know what's going on. So then we start turning the ball over. The other team comes back. We end up losing by one. Everyone's crying the way home. And it's like, oh, it's the Willow's mm -hmm. way. Um, which fucking drives me crazy, by the way. But the, the Chargers remind me of the Willow's way. It's like, hey, we're up 17. <laughs> Herbert, uh, can you, you know, maybe don't throw any deep balls anymore. We don't want to rub it in. It's like, right. just finish them. You're up 17. Herbert's like throwing BBs all over the place. Mm -hmm. Finish but him. I you're Finish right. him. I'm still in on Herbert. I am too. I, I love. Uh, I, I like Burrow more, me? but I love both. Oh, you can you, you give me Herbert over any of those names you mentioned? Uh, Jimmy G, Cousins. Uh, I, I would love having uh, someone like this. He was 29 for 43, three touchdowns. He's he's still the man. I think. I think this draft was unbelievable. I actually bought some football cards for my son for his you birthday. Did. The nice. Panini, uh, the Mosaic Blaster Box, or whatever the hell it was, because it's mm -hmm. got. You have the Burrow rookie, you have Tua, you have Herbert, you have Clyde, you have yeah. uh, all the receivers like Jefferson and C.D. Mm -hmm. Lamb and Judy and all those Rieger. dudes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Rieger. Yeah. It's like, it's like freaking loaded. So we bought a, bought a couple of boxes. I'm in. Um, a cross-offs. I don't even, where are we now? How many do we have? Right now, so far, we've crossed off the Jets, Jags, Bengals, and Texans. I'm going to make the case incredibly for the Chargers to be our next cross-off. I mean, are we really five. not going to cross the Cowboys off until like week 13 because of this? I mean, it just, it goes You're beyond. two games back. All right. All right. Okay. Chargers. You say Chargers? Well, I think the candidates, Chargers and the Pats. Oh, come on. Um, Pats are two and five. We've wait, we, didn't do, we didn't do the Giants. At least the Giants have one win. I mean, we we could if they're one and seven after tomorrow. That's that's or is that just an automatic? Well, we assume they're going to lose to the Bucks tomorrow, right? So the yeah. Giants will be one and seven. Yeah, let's right. cross them off. I'm good yeah. with that. Okay, God, we just jinxed them now. The Giants are beating Tampa, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's 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 the cross off. The Giants are the way to go. I can't be the only one who has the Bucks in the final piece of some sort of giant parlay or tease tomorrow night. No, right? I got you. I'm with you. every everybody else on the planet has that, right? I will Eagles say this. and somebody else. I will get to it, but I think they look ahead a little bit. I don't know that they cover that game. They 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 they're playing New Orleans Sunday night. I did well today, but the last big bet I had was Buffalo, Philly, Tampa money line parlay. It was basically Great. even even odds. Good. So all Tampa has to do is win. The smart move would be to take the Giants plus like fourteen. Mm -hmm. But as people listen to this podcast now, no, there's no smart moves. We don't do yeah, smart we're not moves. Do that. I'm thinking about Tom. Well, that was that was what week was that? Tom against Miami, kind of same sim, sim, uh, situation many years ago, but we still remember it. He blew that game. 
Well, that was, that's 2004. That was our worst. Was that that long ago? Oh, yeah. Crap. We didn't have a podcast back then. Oh, man. We didn't deserve it. That was one. when we won that three-team teaser so many weeks in a row that I led my column with it, and then you got mad at me. Right, right. Because <laughs> I think we lost like four days later. Because it was like, <laughs> even like, it, the, I led with some anecdote about talking about the three three-team teaser don't talk about at it. lunch and the waitress overheard and was like, are you talking about the, how the three team teasers oh keep winning? God, and we're like, Oh my right. God, even the fucking waitress is winning on these. <laughs> that is fight club. It was great. Remember that though? Like 11 straight weeks we went on those. Yeah. And so that was like week 14 or something, right? The week. 14. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Well, this, well, he remember he was up 10 with the ball with five minutes left. Yeah. Right. We won the Super Bowl that year, and I still like I'm still scarred by that <laughs> season because that Monday night dude, it was so much, so much money. Uh, all right, we're gonna um, we're gonna take a break and do guest alliance. All right, we use FanDuel Sportsbook for guest alliance. It's a place where you can find same game parlays, so many different combinations. You can play player props, point totals, money lines. The best part, FanDuel will refund the first same game parlay you lose on any NFL game each week up to $10. That means you can bet a different parlay risk-free. For instance, Tampa Giants, you can bet Rob Gronkowski, remember him, former Patriot? Rob Gronkowski will score a touchdown and Tampa Bay will win the game. That's it. Tampa wins, Gronk scores a touchdown, plus 276. Good example of a same-game parlay. FanDuel, the only sportsbook app where you can play these. So listen up if you don't already have an account. Sign up with promo code BS. So they know I sent you. And if you already have an account, you're good to go. Same game parlays, risk-free, all NFL season long, only on FanDuel Sportsbook app. And don't forget to use promo code BS when you sign up. Must be 21 plus, present in Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, West Virginia, Indiana, Colorado, Iowa, Tennessee. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund, $10. Terms apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, 800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 800-GAMBLER in Jersey, Pennsylvania, or Illinois, Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789, or visit 1800gambler.net in West Virginia. All right, guess the lines. Tuesday night, hmm? Biden and Trump. Can you guess the line? <laughs> what is it? Uh, I think I said, is it minus 220 Biden? No, I got, I have a minus 185 Biden plus 150 Trump. Uh, all right. Listen, we did all we can. If Kanye doesn't get in, what are we going to do? <laughs> you know, we, 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 <laughs> what more can you ask of us? <laughs> have you looked at some of the state by state ones? Yeah, I did. There's some good ones in there, like Michigan <laughs> and Pennsylvania. I might, I might be, I might be sending you an email with some thoughts. All the ones I lost in 2016, I remember. Yeah, those it's, states. it went them back. You, still you lost there? Pennsylvania by 50,000 votes. Remember that one? Those states are still. I thought they seceded. Wow, they're still there. Okay, we'll take a look. <laughs> Thursday night, the 49ers. Will it be Nick Mullins? Will it be Jimmy G? They're home to play the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> I have the 49ers by two and a half points. Oh, wow. I had Green Bay by four, and it's Green Bay by two and a half. Isn't it in San Francisco? It's in San Francisco. Jesus. What they am I missing? Think, well, I don't know what you said. It might be Mullins. It might be Jimmy G. Like, what? Don't they care? Don't they not have a line until then? Or has it really gotten to a point where it doesn't matter? Is that some George Kittle stuff in there? 
I guess, but still don't have a line then. Packers have to be favored. They're just. I think this is where we see a little swoon here. Four from the 49ers. I, I don't know. I, I, I back them as long as I can. I just don't think it's just too many injuries at some point, right? Yeah. It does feel like right around now, every year on this pod, we mm-hmm. talk about the team that passed the point in overturn with injuries. And mm-hmm. I haven't seen the full list and how long Kittle's out stuff, but it seems like the Niners are very close to just yeah. like, hey, sorry, we've lost too many guys. We're not good anymore. They got guys that don't come back either. It's like, it's not like, you know, yeah. the, the months before you're going to see some of these felt players. Well, that injury last week to Wilson was a really tough one yep. because he he annihilated the Patriots. Right. And he got hurt right at the end. They were up by like 25. And then Tevin Coleman comes back this week. He gets hurt. And you can't use McKinnon the same way. Yeah. No, they don't have that one dude. Hmm. And then your quarterbacks aren't doing great. I do like Ayuk though. I think he's, I think he's that fun. was a really good pick. He's fun. The wide sure. receivers in this draft it gets Holy you angry. Shit. I'm trying to think what gets you angriest about football. That is that top three. Yeah, it's it's pretty far. It's hard you want to an complain. exciting playmaker. Yeah, of course. It's hard Some, to complain somewhere. after six Super Bowls, but it's just hard for me to believe we can't. Although I, I gotta say, there. they threw out all undrafted free agents today. Jacoby Myers and Bird were like pretty that. good in that game. I saw that. What Cam, did he do? Cam couldn't yeah. always get the ball to them, but uh, right. Sunday marquee game. This is like a borderline marquee game, but this is the best one available. The Colts are home for the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say, the Colts with uh, Darius Leonard back, I do feel like uh, that's one of those, you know, every team has a defensive guy like that. When they're not there, it's like, that guy's out. This is important. People right. kind of either take it seriously or not. But they were a different team with him today. Were you on them today or, or Detroit? Uh, I was on I was on Indy. Oh, I had you the million dollar picks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I ended up not betting it though. I stayed away. I, I can't, I can't bet on rivers. I just can't actually put money on him. And then like, so he was great today, right? Yeah. Well, good enough. Two, two sixty two, three touchdowns, no picks. Um, yeah, but guess who had his annual injury today? Who was it? T.Y. T.Y. I saw yeah. that he had like one. This is right around when he gets hurt every year. It's like, oh, it's the end of October. It's time for me to get hurt. Right. So yeah. I don't know how they do it. Now. Yeah. This line is uh well you'll guess it but I I I I'm not in step with Vegas at all with the indie lines. Really? I had Colts by 1. I think I'm wrong. Ooh, yeah, you are. I had Baltimore by 1 and a half. It's Baltimore by 3. Okay. Could I win a week? You oh could God. you might win a week. Oh. All right, let's do this. You're like Anthony Landon. by the end of guess the lines <laughs> you're just going to be going oh, what happened? <laughs> Gambling god screwed me. Um yeah, the Ravens. Um, well, I don't know if it, th- th- this is a whole different conversation if uh, Lamar doesn't win this game, right? The tackle going out is a big deal. Yeah, I think he was like one of the five best tackles in the league. And they do. Pressure. I, I admittedly pressure am not an expert on online play, but I judge mm-hmm. all my opinions on line play by how excited the announcers are to talk about the tackle right. or the center. Right, right, right. Yeah. You know, when I had Howie Long on two weeks ago, he talked about Dwight Stevenson for like three straight minutes. It was <laughs> it was just great. He's talking about how he was by far the best setter ever. I was so into it. The yeah. people who actually understand line play, it's so fat. Like That's you and great. I would have no idea what the fuck is going on. Right. But these guys are like, Steven, he would do this and do that. And you're like, oh, really? I, mm. I would. I watched him for 12 years. I I'm no starting idea. to understand it now that I root for the Cowboys and see that we have uh, all <laughs> these linemen. Important. Yeah, I'm starting to kind of get it now. 
Uh, the watchables. We got three. Bills home for the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. I have uh man, I like the Seahawks. I, I'm gonna bet the Seahawks in this game. I'm just telling you now. Uh, I have the Bills by two. Wow. Seahawks. What yeah. is going on with you? I'm off it's again. C- Seahawks, uh Seahawks by two and a half. I had Seahawks by one. Wow. I'm just off to a bad start. Well, wh- how is- does Buffalo stay in that game? And from what you've seen, they can't, they're not going to sc- score enough to catch up. And uh, I think Seattle's just a better version of Buffalo, right? Yeah. Much better. I blew it. What do you want? Who knows? Me? I don't know. Maybe, maybe the travel. It, it doesn't, it won't mean as much probably to Seattle. They just came off some, some uh, division games. Maybe it's a trap. Is Jamal Adams going to be back for that? That's a good question. They could use him. Chiefs are home for the Panthers. I, I don't know what to make of this Panthers team anymore, but I, I've lost money. I lost money on them last Thursday. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were terrible. I think Atlanta got in the red zone like six times. Carolina got in the red zone once. Mm-hmm. Teddy Two Gloves was just horrible. I don't know if it was the weather or what was going on, but... Well, he got, I mean, quarterbacks got smashed Oh, he got this knocked, week. too. He, got he was really bad smashed. before he got hit, though. He was, but he shouldn't have come back. They should have let he that shouldn't come back. back, finish it off. I mean, that, what other quarterbacks got just absolutely crunched? Um, uh, what did I say? Oh, uh, oh, Tannehill. No, it wasn't a quarterback. It was uh, Humphreys, right? Yeah, there was some plays that were, the guy shouldn't be in the league anymore after the hits. But anyway. Do you want to do your 20-second rant on how Russell Wilson cheat? Or was that Hench or was that you in the text today? How Russell Wil- Hench Wilson cheat? he cheats on his slide? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. goes to slide and he, he scurries for the ex- <laughs> He gets the extra two yards <laughs> right. so, and know, knowing the guy won't hit him. Lamar like that does one. that too. Russ is smart about it at least. Lamar tiptoes the sideline to a point where, and the Steelers got busted for it at least once. It was almost yeah. going to be twice today for a late hit, but. You shouldn't really be allowed to do that. I have Chiefs by nine and a half over the Panthers. Oh, I had 11 and it's 12 and a half. Wow. Good, I'm good, getting good. killed. Good, good, good. Here we go. 4 0. Jesus. That's a, teaser. That's a teaser game. They don't lose. That, that seems too high. That's all right. Is McCaffrey back for that game? They, he, was spo- he was almost going to play this week. So I imagine he's back for, uh, for week nine. By the way, the Chiefs fake punt against the Jets. You talk about what'd you call it? The Willows? That's that's opposite of Willows. The fake, anti-Willows fake way. Against, yeah, it's anti-Willows. Fake punting <laughs> against the Jets, or you're supposed to whip by three touchdowns. I think the Chiefs, my sense from them in that game was they really wanted to win by a big score from like a confidence standpoint, right? Yeah. They want yeah, they right. did not, they were not interested in like pulling that game out by the skin of their teeth. They were they wanted a big ass score. And Mahomes to get stats. They took a bunch of shots downfield. Yeah. And yeah, usually it's it. a shitty team that you think plays with more pride. They hear somewhere that, I mean, everyone on that roster must have known, known they were a 19 point underdog, right? 20 yeah. points. Didn't matter. They were handing off with 40 seconds left <laughs> down 26. <laughs> Jets. Barely watchables. We're there already, huh? Yeah, we're there already. Got five barely watchables. Well, okay. There's one that, yeah, okay. Why? What one do you think is more uh, than... It's going to be a boring game, probably, but Chicago and Tennessee is two five-win teams. I, I'm sorry. The Bears are barely watchable. I got you. Watch that offense. That. By the way, David Montgomery, 
mm-hmm. for somebody who seems like he should be good, does anybody have less breakaway speed than that nah. dude? That yeah. guy had a touchdown today and he got caught from behind by like a middle linebacker. Right. Because they're not allowed he, to score. He has no jets. Right. They're you think they're not, not allowed. They're Willows yeah. weighing it? Yep. Um, all right. The Barely Watchables. First one. Falcons home for the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Feels like a field goal, field goal game. Falcons by three. I said four, and it is a full four and a half. Oh, Vegas you're killing zone. me. Pretty good. Now, the Falcons probably shouldn't ever lay any points, but Denver, that was their Super Bowl win, right? What do you? What the hell do we expect from this? I don't know. That Denver has moments. They have these quarter stretches where they seem like a good team. Mm-hmm. And Locke is like doing stuff. Herbert killed Locke for the first two hours of that game. That and then was ridiculous. Also Locke was like pretty good. Yeah. And they scored quick. A team that takes forever to score. And they went down quick. Three, three straight drives. Pretty good. I don't mind. I don't mind the weapons they have. Anything. Mm-hmm. All right. Titans home for the Bears. I have the Titans favored by four over the Bears at home. Am I going to run, if I run the table, do I get like three wins? I said six, it's five and a half. That's too high. That's stupid. People yeah. should know with the Titans now. Let, let's just say, after seeing that Titans defense, if Foles can't put up 17, take a, take a, take a seat on the bench, right? That's enough. Back to our point on uh, Trubisky, though. This is the game to bring him back against a shit Titans defense. Right. Exactly. I don't know. They don't want to swallow their pride, these coaches. I'm hitting this one. Vikings at home for the Lions. I have the Vikings by one and a half. I said four, and it's three. So you won that this. one, too. Yeah. Like, I think you clinched. Yeah. Let's do, let's do next week. Come on. One, two, three, four, five, six. Did you just clinch? Seven, I think. Three, right? So Thursday game. Beautiful. Let's keep it going. I had so much candy this week that I'm not surprised that was <laughs> oh, terrible. There's an excuse. Um, yeah, this is a, well, I don't know. Uh, we don't trust Kirk Cousins. We don't trust Stafford. These are, what do what we put these on our confidence scale? Tens, Stafford and Cousins? I mean, I like Stafford more than Cousins. Cousins got one of the all-time garbage long TDs today. He liked it. It was like a dump off to Cook. Right, right, and right. Cook went for like 55 yards. Right. And then it's in the box. He was like, Kirk Cousins, 55-yard <laughs> touchdown to Cook. Yeah. Uh, we could have thrown that one. Right. Raiders, Chargers. <laughs> this is in LA. I was off on this. In for LA. whatever that's worth. Yeah. I have the Raiders by one over the Chargers. You're gonna get this. Congratulations! Thanks. I had Raiders. I had Raiders by two and a half. I was so upset with the Chargers. It's it is actually Chargers by one and a half. Oh man! Anytime I'm this off on the lines, it means I'm gonna get crushed on gambling. No, I don't think so. Just focus. Just do teasers. I'm telling you, I had too <laughs> much. I had too much candy. So the Raiders today, I had them a million dollar picks and bet on them. That Baker and in a windy day like that was some of yeah. the easiest money. I think I, I've, I just was never worried about that game ever. Even when it was like six to six, I was like, I got this. Not, mm-hmm. I'm not worried. Carl will have one drive and the game will be over. The, the Browns, what are they? Five and three now? Browns are, where do we do it? Yeah. Five and three. I wouldn't be surprised if, 
they have like one win left in them this season. Mm-hmm. Really? No, what they do you played think? some they played garbage teams. I looked at them. They have Jacksonville and the Jets and the Giants. Is that true? Yeah. And that's before and they have Philly also and Houston. And then, you know, then they have some monsters in their division still. So they they could could get eight, I think would be all right. I'm gonna go know. through it. Bye week, yeah. Houston. But yeah. Houston's not tanking. Like they're actually trying to win. You think I so? Think Houston, I, I Houston think, doesn't, they don't have their pick. But I heard they might trade like all those receivers. Like Fuller could be gone tomorrow. Who's the guy that you, the speedster that the Patriots had for a year that is always Cooks, 20 years old? The guy Cooks. that Hench is still yeah. mad at? Yeah. He's always like 16 years old uh, every time anyone <laughs> trades him. But yeah. Yeah. Cooks. All the, I don't know. I guess it depends on what they do with those guys. But Houston, who else? Jets, Giants, right? Houston, Philly. Jacksonville, Tennessee, Baltimore, uh, Giants, Jets, Steelers. Yeah, Giants, Jets. Yeah, you're right. They, they'll win a couple more. They stink, mm. though, just for the record. Well, they had, and remember I told you there were crazy stats all along? Like, uh, Browns, only six drives today. Six drives! Fewest in any game in 30 years. The Raiders were doing the every play took 40 seconds thing. I'll yeah. be interested to see what happens when Chubb comes back with them, though, because Hunt is great. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy watching him. He's to think that guy's a backup is ridiculous. Yeah, but when well, Chubb comes back, they should just never let Baker throw ever. That's what I, I, I say, would just, just have Chubb and Hunt as their <laughs> quarterbacks. Take it out, take it out of his hands. How much is Odell? Was Odell at the game? Did they show him? I mean, he must just love this. Didn't see him. Must love it. We have one more barely watchable, but it's your team, so we'll take a break first. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer partner of the NBA. It's just what you need to sit back and enjoy the game. And they're also getting fans closer to the game than ever. You can win exclusive NBA prizes like courtside seats, signed memorabilia, and more. I love Michelob because of how light it is. It's only 95 calories with 2.6 carbs. You know what the perfect time for Michelob Ultra is? A little doubleheader, a little NBA doubleheader. Right? First half of the first game. I don't know. West Coast time. That's usually about. 5 o'clock, 5.30, perfect time for a beer. You can do it. Grab a pack to enjoy today. Learn more and enter for your chance to win at MichelobUltra.com slash courtside, LDA, 21 and up. This episode is brought to you by Verbo. You know, it is already stressful enough to deal with airports, delayed flights, bad weather. You want your actual where you're staying experience to be perfect, to be lights out. You don't want to have to worry about anything. When you book a vacation rental, you want to know exactly what you're paying ahead of time. The stress of getting hit with unexpected cleaning fees after your stay. That can immediately cancel out all the great time you just spent unwinding. Thankfully, when you book with Verbo, you can see the total price upfront. There are no unpleasant surprises and the savings do not stop there, my friends. When you book with Verbo, you earn 2% cash back toward your next vacation through the One Key Rewards program, letting your money do the work for you while you've got your feet up. So while other vacation rentals can feel like a roll of the dice, relax knowing you booked a Verbo. Book your next private vacation rental in the Verbo app. All right, last barely watchable. The Steelers at Dallas. Could you really be a double-digit underdog at home? I'm going to say yes. Steelers by 10 in yeah, Dallas. I said 11. There's no, there's no line on the game. Why? I guess if Andy Dalton returns? I don't know. Uh... I think it's a trap game, though, or whatever, a letdown game, whatever you want. To I have an apology to Danucci. I mean, I joked that the <laughs> all the right moves guy was named Danucci, but I think it was Sal Ducci. 
Salducci? Salducci. Well, you made up for it by sending me a picture of Dominic Danucci, right? It was a was yeah. he WWF champion. I think he I don't think been. he was. He wasn't. I, he, I think he was like an in. He was, he was kind of a jobber though, Dominic Danucci. No. Very hairy. He had a belt. You sent me a picture. He had a. I think that was at a ter- regional territory though. I don't ah, know. That was all right. All right. Hey, we have two poop fecta games this week. Mm-hmm. First one is the Washington not professional football team. They're home for the Giants. And I have uh, Washington favored by three over the Giants. I had three also. It is three and a half. Didn't they play like two weeks ago? Didn't they Giants yeah, beat them like by it. one point? I yeah. didn't. I tried not to watch it two weeks ago. I'll try not to watch it today. <laughs> I think you'll do good. Or this week. And then uh, Houston's playing the Jags. I have Houston by, I guess like the trade thing is going to throw this off, but I have Houston by three over the Jags. I said three also. The trade will throw it off. Uh, also, Mike Glennon starting throws it off because it's five and a half. How is Houston favored by five and a half? I guess Mike Glennon starting is is the answer. Oh, because Minshew has the... Uh, yeah, Minshew's been playing with broken feet for the last three years or something. Didn't we kind of not dislike Mike Glennon when he played for Tampa? I remember him being like not awful. Really tall. Could see over yeah. the line. Kind of like a with four foot neck. This okay is another one where, like, how has Jameis not started a game yet? And we, now we have Mike Glennon. <laughs> we have Danucci. We have Mike Glennon. They have like, to how, understand. How, they have to pull him off the team he's on. He's not. I know, but he, he should just, for, 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 for the fun of football, he should be <laughs> on a team. They should trade him. Before we get to the Sunday night game, I forgot a watchables. It was uh, Cards Dolphins in Arizona, which is actually a really good game. <laughs> really good. Hey, you could have said that was a, it was a borderline marquee game. Um, <laughs> So I apologize. I just accidentally skipped over it. I have the Cardinals favored by four and a half over the Dolphins. That's exactly it. And that's what I had. It's four and a half. So we tied I feel like you cheated this week. No, no, no. No, I didn't have any candy because I knew you were going to be hopped up here. Um, As your pal Dave Damashek points out, not as exciting to most people, but this is the greatest matchup of number one versus number one quarterback jerseys in the history of uh, football. He claims, he claims he's done the uh, the um, research and one on the jersey versus one. This it doesn't get better than this. One versus one. Yeah, they both have like one literally on one one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, who are the other candidates? I don't remember. I don't remember any. I just take his word for it. I try to move on. This is a nice spot for the Dolphins. Yeah, if they're going to be, they'll probably be like plus. Plus like 180, plus 185, mm-hmm. something like that. You know, what's interesting about it is it might have worked to their advantage because Arizona had two weeks off, right? They had the yeah. bye last week. There's no real yeah. tape on on Tua doing this thing, right? Because they True. only had like 48 plays. So in a way, this may have worked out. Obviously, they have them in college and everything else. The fear with the Dolphins is they can't run the ball that well. And they couldn't run the ball with Fitzpatrick really either. Right. So I... They're going to have to rely on Tua more than um, they did today if they're mm-hmm. going to get to 10 and 6. Sunday night, Bucks, Saints. Really good. It, can we talk about how fucking stupid this all time TD record thing is? Oh, it's Fox keep had going the, back and forth. Did yeah. the breaking news on the ticker that Breeze broke Brady's record. It's like, this isn't 
like the Intercontinental Championship <laughs> where it's just like, hey, Triple H is the Intercontinental Championship again, or champion again. And we, and we just go back and forth. And then this guy won and that guy won. It's Can more we just like at the, the end of the year, see where we yeah. are? It's a 24-7 championship, right? Where the belt has to be defended every week, whenever. Right. You know, like if there's a referee that follows you, you have to defend the belt no matter what. So right? do you think every time, do you think they should have the stoppages or no? Like a big ceremony? Like Bree's, yeah. Bree's family should come out every time you did it again. Absolutely. Yeah. Have the, have the mayor come out. Brady's sons could come out every time he does it. They just, every week, we just keep yeah. stopping. Now, I, I think we should all agree. It's just at the end of the year, we'll see, we'll see who's ahead of who. And that's where we leave it. But I think they did fair. the breaking news thing today. I thought like somebody died. <laughs> right. It's like breaking news. I'm like, oh my God, what happened? It's like Drew Brees is the right. new touchdown leader. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Brady's going to pass him in, in 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're handing out like Chevy Cavaliers to uh, <laughs> any time the record's broken. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. I will say it's going to be, uh, by the time, th whoever ends up with the final version of the record, it's gonna mm -hmm. be way. It's gonna be a hard one to break if they get yeah. to like six hundred touchdowns. Right, not not Kareem esque, but yeah, it's a, that's a tough one. It's good longevity in all those. Because even like you would say, oh, Joe Burrow could maybe if you got thirty, you got forty, mm. whatever. But he's already like twenty four. Mahomes, I guess, would be Mahomes is a possibility, yeah. but he didn't even play his rookie year. Right, you know, so he's I don't know. It's gonna be a hard one to break. Monday 600's night, six hundred's a lot. That's. Uh, that's 40 for 15 years, right? Right. Yeah. But you can't get injured any year, basically. Right. Bucks, I had uh, by six over the same. Oh, uh, no, no. Four. It's only four. I think that's too low. Well, the Bucks are better than when they lost to him week one, right? Provided uh, nothing stupid happens tomorrow, no one gets hurt. When, when the Bucks lost to the Saints, they, they came back. They could have won that game. Michael Thomas was in the game. Drew Brees wasn't throwing three-yard pass. Saints just rely on Kamara so much. I don't know how you shut that guy down, but he – and I don't know the numbers. He seems like he's 80% of that offense. Really, There does. was a great play. I can't remember if it was the end of regulation. I think it was the end of regulation when they could run out the clock and then third down. Mm -hmm. and, it, and I had the Bears plus four on a parlay. I'm like – You don't want that going overtime. Yeah. He, I was just – I, I don't know what I was rooting for. I had the Bears and long shot parlay of the week. Mm -hmm. I wanted the Bears to get this stop. And it's like, they're going to Kamara. Mm -hmm. So they did this thing. He started the right and then he came fast to the left for like a quick swing pass, remember? Mm -hmm. And yeah. Trevathan came flying up. He sniffed it out because he was right. basically spotting Kamara. But it was like, you should just do that every play against the Saints. Right. He, there should just be a guy assigned to him that everywhere he goes, this guy goes. Like, just... Play ten on ten with that guy against Camara. Yeah, and yeah, that he shut it pass. down. Yeah, that would help. I think maybe even two guys on him in case he make branches off for a wheel route or something. Yeah, you know, one note on the Saints that Harris is a fucking unbelievable kick returner. Oh yeah, he is the best kick returner now, right? Who's better than him in two thousand twenty? I don't even think uh, nobody. I don't, I don't know. They they that they do all those little things right, right? Like field position yeah. and everything, and they don't hold when they're running back. It's a bummer. The the you know Hester guys like that. I don't think he's on that level, but he always seems to get like twenty yards. The other special teams thing that happened today was that crazy Zerloin Zerloin. Uh, that was the, the straight up pop up kick. That was crazy. It seems like you got a better 
odds of, of get, recovering something like that than you do these nonsense where you can't line up and or just hit a wedge, right? Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. But he has, I mean, he's had like three of the craziest kicks this year. The onside yeah. kick against Atlanta, that 60-yard field goal that went in and out of the goalposts yeah, twice that's, that's... before settling in the middle. And then uh, the one you just explained. Yeah, he's the MVP. He's the only one that does anything <laughs> so, on our team. <laughs> you finally have a good kicker the worst possible season. Greg the leg. Uh, <laughs> Pats, Jets, it's in New York. This <laughs> is a tough one for ESPN. I don't even know where you go here. Like, what's your lead story in this one? The Jets. I don't know. Have they have they covered this year? They have, right? They covered last week. Right. Who your team is now 0-8. Oh, wow. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, we had a chance at the end there, too. Yeah. Wow. I have the uh, Pats by five at the Jets. I said seven and a half, and it is seven. So I, I don't think that. I've what been that bad and guessed the Lions in a long time. What a thrashing. I want two wins for this. 12 to four, something like that. One, Damn. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm coming back. Seven, I'm one, seven, and one now on the year. <laughs> <laughs> Our byway teams are the Bengals, Browns, Rams, and Eagles. Yeah. Which, I'll tell you, the Eagles fans needed a bye week from Wentz. Yeah, no kidding. They needed a break. They needed just a, a week to regroup. It's, you know, like when, when a relationship's having trouble and <laughs> the girlfriend goes away for a weekend with her buddies just to right. just to try to refuel her batteries. Wentz is a roller coaster ride. And it's a roller coaster that has like broken parts. On did you the, on did the we actual do his ride. number? Did we do his number for confidence? We did? Oh, I think we forgot. Did we? I, I mean, he's I, like, he's got to be like him, a five. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I still trust him more than Cousins, I think. Oh, he sucks too. All these guys suck. The yeah, thing with I'm Wentz like is it, th there's something heroic how he won't give up the ball, but it's also like the single dumbest thing you can do as a quarterback. And right. He does it yeah. five times a game. Yeah. Where you can, he has, I think, 12 interceptions plus God only knows how many more fumbles. And Seems like he should be so much smarter than he is with the ball. It's very strange. All right, it's time for Parent Corner brought to you by CarMax, America's number one used car retailer. Whether you're buying or selling, our friends at CarMax are on your side. With the seven-day money-back guarantee at CarMax, you've got a full week to decide if it's the right car for you or simply return it for a full refund, no questions asked. And if it's time to sell, stop by CarMax today to get a custom offer on your car. Leave with payment in hand or take a week to think it over. It's car buying and car selling the way it should be at CarMax. Yeah, check them out today. CarMax.com. All right, Sal, you're up. All right. Uh, big weekend, Halloween weekend. We um, we went to the park with the kids. We spread out. We all had masks, but we spread out. We all had, the adults had bags and we all stood by a tree and had the kids walk to us. And it was, you know, whatever. What, what are you going to do now? It's, it's, it's tough. So we're trying to make... Um, Lemons out of lemonade. How does that go? It's the other way around. But anyway, um, I talked to uh, my seven-year-old, my six-year-old's baseball coach. He's got baseball, but they don't even have games. They just have practice. And guess when the practices are? Sunday morning at 10. So that's uh, on the West Coast. That's exactly when game football games start. So he's been going to practice. The cute thing is wearing the uniforms, right? And playing at that age. So I was like, all right, let him just practice with his friends. I have my wife drop him off. Uh, our cousin Eric picks him up because our other cousin, our little cousin plays on a team with him. But it's just practice. 
So I run into the coach and he's like, Hey, uh, you know, Harrison was like the best on the team last year. He's, he's hitting opposite field. Now everything's opposite field and it's not as much power. He's like, are you teaching him anything? I'm like, no, I haven't thrown a ball to him in a long time. This is, but I didn't want to say that because I don't want to look like a, a jerk. I yeah. was like, no, he's just kind of doing his own thing, but I'll have a talk with him. So he gets home and I'm like, hey, coach wants to work with you. Why aren't you hitting it up the middle? Like you, you smoke it up the middle every time. We have a video of him, my friend, Harry, you know, Harry pitching to him. Yeah. Harry taking one right in that noggin, uh, right up the middle. All his powers up the middle. And he said to me, he's like, well, I'm going to tell coach, you don't hit, you don't hit with me anymore. You don't pitch to me and you haven't pitched to me in months because football is on Sunday. And I was like, ah, oh, Jesus. I was like, I know I'm a bad father. Can we, do we have to, do we have to verbalize it? Can't you just hit up the, <laughs> up the box like you always do? Really? You're going opposite field to spite me so that we could have this conversation. So now I got to go to these practices. So you think he's up. he's deliberately spiting you by going opposite field? I don't know what it field? is. He had no other answer to that, and I think he was saving it up so that we could have that uh that big uh, sitcom moment where he screams at me and, and runs off to his room. What and did so your heel did. middle son do? Did he throw gasoline on the he fire? He was kind of no, laughing. No. He was sitting in the corner laughing and uh, on his iPad. I might have been recording it. I actually could probably play it for you if I grab his iPad. But yeah, yeah, they don't like each other, and uh, so now I gotta now I gotta miss like the first hour of uh, football on Sunday. Yeah, it's tough when you know you have a lot of limitations as a father, but then yeah. your small child points that out. Right. I don't want to know. You've, it's bad enough you've saddled me with Dad O'Fado as a nickname, and uh, now this. <laughs> <laughs> What's yours? You got you got a birthday boy. Did you spare Yeah, him? I was going to do a, a bigger one. Um, so my son turned 13. He had his Ben Mitzvah. Yeah. Um, nice. <laughs> but, uh, but I was thinking, so he was... This was 13 years ago, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, we thought he was going to be born on Halloween. I don't remember if I told this story in Parent Corner. My favorite horror movie and one of my favorite movies ever is Halloween. And I was really excited that whole year mm -hmm. when we found out like the due date. It's like, ah, it's going to be around October 31st, mm -hmm. November 1st, like to have this Halloween baby. And so my wife went into labor like in the afternoon and, you know, she's trying to pass a small child out of her body on drugs, all that stuff. And I'm just like looking at the clock, like, Oh, three more hours to go. You think, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> like I have urgency. Cause I really wanted to be a Halloween baby. Right. And he ended up getting born at three in the morning. So he's November 1st, but, um, Oh, he's a Halloween was, baby. You don't make no mistake about it. Well, he, he, <laughs> and he turned out he was Michael Myers anyway. That's right. <laughs> um, but it's so funny because like they even watched the movie last night. He had like three friends over. I don't know how many times they've seen it. But I was thinking, I think he has the single greatest birthday date. I know this is an, it's an atypical parent corner, but I think the if day you're before picking, Halloween, the, the night before, the day after, if you're picking oh, any day at yeah. the 365, if you're a kid, mm -hmm. what is the single best day to have a birthday? It's November 1st because the Halloween and the birthday turns yeah. into this whole extravaganza. Plus, mm -hmm. I always feel bad for the kids who, especially when the the younger ones, when they have the birthday, but it's not during the school year. Mm -hmm. You know, ideally, like mine was, mine's late September, which was great because the kids are back in school. Yeah. You're one of the first kids that have the birthday. Mine's but first for him, week of July. I never got it. Yeah, yeah, you never get, you feel like you get no shine. Mm -hmm. For him, it's like every year for the, you know, really since we started celebrating, it's been like this 72 hour extravaganza with 
mm. candy and cake and all these things and his friends. And it's like Halloween's the greatest day ever. And then it's his birthday. And right. I, I was like so jealous how it worked out for him. I mean, that's he's so like funny. Yeah. Stepped in shit his whole life. But, <laughs> um, but so we were talking and he's like, do you remember all the birthday parties you had for me? Mm-hmm. And I'm going through it and I could only remember like five of the 12. It's a lot. And he like couldn't believe that I couldn't remember all the birthdays. And then wow. I'm like, I'm like, bring the wife over. Like, hey, what do we do when Ben turned three? Neither of us could remember. I can remember like every Celtic playoff result for the since like 1980. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, hey, what happened in in game <laughs> six against the Hawks in round one in 2008? And be like, right. oh yeah, yeah, we lost. We should have won. Pierce blew a shot in the corner. And my son's like, what do we do on my three year birthday party? I had no answer. But don't you have on your phone, you just go to the year and then you get the date. And you hey, get my phone party. only goes back to 2013. Oh, so, they, so we yeah. had, we've, we patched it together. We could remember every birthday, but there was two where we were just kind of like, don't really remember what happened. Mm-hmm. Could you have so, told them anything? Like, uh, yeah, you were a shark. Yeah, we had sharks. So that, that was my mistake. And I, I, you know, we like to educate people on Parent Corner. I just mm-hmm. should have lied. Yeah, like, yeah for your third birthday. You're really into the Simpsons that year. So mm-hmm. we had this whole Simpsons thing. I don't think there are any pictures. I should have just made something up. Yeah, there's no CNN fact checker that's going to chase you down no. there. You're going to be all right. <laughs> no. The best one, I think we had a wrestling party one year. We had a Batman party one year. And we had a Michael Jackson party. It was oh, like yeah. three years in a row. Each one was a home run. Yeah, that's so, so funny, Michael But like, Jackson. you can't remember all of Archie's birthdays, No, can you? no way. We actually did this. Uh, my wife is much better at it than I am because she planned it and everything. And even like, yeah. well, even like Halloween costumes. Can you like, I, I, I tried to do that for the kids and that's tough to go um, 10 years back or more. But um, yeah, but yeah, that's li- lying is the way to go. It's funny you say that he's got the best birthday. You might be right. My six going on seven-year-old might have the worst birthday, December 30th. Because you have Christmas, yeah. right? And and then you're exhausted from Christmas, right? So it's like, all right, dude, you just had 47 gifts, you know? God bless you. You really need more on your birthday, December 30th. But then you get alive again for New Year's Eve, and it's a party not for him. And he's like, whoa, what's going on here? So right. it's funny. He might have the worst. I would say, yeah, December 29th, 30th, 31st are the worst days. Because yeah. not only is it right after Christmas, but also of sports, it's the tail end yeah. You're basically like the youngest every year and whatever. Like if you're playing soccer in Southern California, mm-hmm. you're the youngest person on the field for your age group. Right. Every season, you, basically. You you and your wife came to the hospital when my when Harrison was born. I and, remember. And another bad thing about it is I have a lot of money on these bowl games. And yeah. I had to put it on. And, you know, he was already born, but you came and Johnny Manziel, I think he was playing BYU. And it was like one of those 51-48 games. And I could not take my eyes off the screen. And I didn't know if I had three or 14 kids at the time. So, yeah, bowl season's bad. Sometimes you get overwhelmed. And that was one of the times where there was like gambling. You're having another child. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I really got to plan these things better. Yeah. I remember when Ben was born, it was basketball just started. And I remember figuring out how to get the TV on just like to have something... You know, the dads are basically useless. They really are. Or your they daughter, don't really, too. They your don't daughter really tell too. Us. That's a terrible weekend, too, right? You got Cinco de Mayo, usually a good fight. Yeah, that was a the huge Kentucky mistake. Derby. Uh, it was a first huge round mistake. basketball playoffs. Yeah. 
I had completely sabotaged that Saturday, <laughs> Sunday of May for myself. Right. It was always Derby, always the biggest fight. I've never, mm-hmm. I've never been able to see any of those trips because, you know, you want to be home for yeah. the thing. But yeah, the... Uh, we'll do it right the, the second time. Well, what are those things where you have the little Mas classes? Yeah, right. Leading up. They teach you how to breathe and stuff. And we have to go and the, the dad and mm-hmm. you kind of feel like not totally a part of it. They should have classes just to tell us how useless we are in the, in the actual childbirth day. Yeah, that's smart. We really have no role at all. If anything, we're kind of in the way. They don't yeah. want to see us. The only thing I remember taking from one of those Lamas is like, if they ask you if you want the epidural, you may not feel like you want it. Get it when they ask you. Right. And uh, I was like, okay, that seems wise. That's something I can hold on to. And I, and then sure enough, my wife was like, no, I'm not feeling it. And I'm like, no, no, no. Get it now if the guy's asking. And like, sure enough, like 10 minutes later, it's like probably the smartest thing I've ever done in my life. Well, the two things you learn is get the epidural. Yeah. And if you're the husband, stay near the top of the bed. Right. Stay near where her head is. Don't don't fetch her down yes. toward the feet. Stay, yeah, yeah, yeah. stay up high. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to know what's going on down it, on the other side. It adds like, some Just time let them to pull your, the baby out. To yeah. your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, it's another great episode of Parent Corner. (laughs) All right. That was Parent Corner brought to you by CarMax, America's number one used car retailer. It's car buying and car selling the way it should be. Check them out today at CarMax.com. All right, Sal. So you have... uh, Well, real quick. Yeah, but you want to talk... We never talked baseball. I think it was... We were through game five. I just want to put this out there with all the... With all the uh, Justin Turner stuff, if Tampa wins that game, and I know you American League guys were really bummed that Tampa didn't win that game, you uh, if Tampa well, wins, the people who bet on them, yeah, sure. But if Tampa wins, they shut baseball down for what a week? Yeah, they shut it down for a week. It might even be like ten days. Ten, ten days. Kershaw Snell game seven is that the most highly anticipated baseball game in? 30 years or are people over it by then? Everybody I was thinking about this. In? Do they have to do a makeshift best two out of three? Oh, really? They would add? Do you have to at that point? Can you really say like, we're just, we're just going to do one game. We're going to take it two weeks off and then have one game. Oh, uh, I think they'd be like, we got to get the hell out of the season. We'll, we'll do a seven inning game. <laughs> we have to. But I, well, the game itself would have been phenomenal, right? I mean, I heard some of the like Dodger people are like still down there quarantined. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah they were on Bellinger and uh, Kershaw and on Jimmy's show, calling in via um, Zoom or whatever. But uh, yeah, they're still down there. It actually would have been the most 2020 thing for that to have happened, right? If they had, had like, almost a happened. break, it almost, it almost happened. happened. Yeah, so close. Crazy. Uh, we're getting basketball back, by the way. What do you think? I heard they lose a billion dollars if they start January. Is it before that? No, it's Christmas. They got to do 72 games. They have to get the TV money. But do guys opt out for Christmas? There's people unhappy with that. Then then we'll see you we'll see you at the after 20 games. Like they're right. they're doing the 72. Yeah. They have and, to. And they're just they're they're they know they're not going to have fans and they're okay with it. They know they're not going to have fans. I mean, they could have waited, but they got. Well, they done. also they get they got, yeah they they have to play more because they have to hit the RSN. The RSN thing is either seventy or seventy two. They have to hit it. 
So, right. did you see the adjusted numbers? If they play fifty, Curry goes from making like forty million a year to like twenty four. Is that right? Stuff like that. Yeah. Oh no. It's a percentage of the. Their, it's their salary, but it hinges on mm-hmm. the revenue. So these guys who think they're making X, mm-hmm. then it turns out being Y. Wow. That's why it'll be. They'll oh. they'll get to seventy seventy two. All right. Well, I, we got to start a uh, GoFundMe for Steph Curry now. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm worried about, about this at all. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, guys got guys got expenses. <laughs> all right, uh, Sal. Extra points. Extra points. Extra. How points. How many days a week com. is that? Three. Three days a week. The flagship show. Me, Dave Damashek, Charlotte Wilder, and then against all odds on Tuesday, talking to those knuckleheads, the degenerate trifecta. Got Fox Bet Live, like you said, 5 p.m. Eastern on uh, FS1 and Thursday Night Football. I'll do Mm. the uh, pregame show. Oh, and I want to mention the book real quick. You can't lose them all. Uh, I was told this is a big deal when you confirmed that Kirkus Magazine called Mm. my book a rollicking, often silly account of the foibles of a man who will bet on anything. Um, And Baby Doll, our agent, said that may not mean so much to you, baby, but that's a good fucking review. They they take up uh, book (laughs) shelving and they take account into space and how much each store orders and shit like that. So there you go. (laughs) I thought it was a really good sign. Good. All right. Um, and, uh, that's available but the book, for pre-order. When's the book come out, though? Uh, January 26th, which is the Kimmel anniversary. I'm going to be on Jimmy Kimmel Live. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, available for pre-order on uh, Amazon and all those good places. Awesome. All right. Good seeing you. Good job by you. Good job by you. Yeah. And don't forget the new rewatchables, the American president. It's going to be up on Monday night. So if you like the rewatchables, go check that one out. When it comes up, I'll be back on this feed on Tuesday. See you then. <laughs>